When you have hair loss, it can be such a scary and deceivingly lonely place. But you know what? You're not alone. You are here with me. Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Hi, I'm Deborah Heim. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, a wig boutique owner, and wig wearer myself due to alopecia. And this is my tell it like it is take on all things alternative hair. I also happen to be a certified confidence coach, so I'm going to be sprinkling in some mindset hacks for good measure. So take a deep breath, sit back and relax, and listen to my favorite ways and my best advice on how I help others and help myself to rock that alternative hair. We're going to drop that shame and stigma. What is that about anyway? Now, let's do this. and welcome to this week's episode of the Alternative Hair Alchemist. This is Deborah Heim. Very Best Little Hair House is my shop. You can find it at verybestlittlehairhouse.com and you can find me at deborahheim.com or on Twitter at Deborah the Wig Lady. Okay, so everybody knows there are a couple different places you can purchase wigs and we're going to start breaking that down for you. First place is a retail shop or a brick and mortar, which is technically what I own. And that is a place that stands on its own and they should have qual should should have qualified people there that can help you find a wig that fits, um, that suits your style, teach you how to take care of wigs. It's so much more when you go to a wig shop than just going to a shop and trying it on. Although I hear there are shops that sell wigs that don't allow you to do that. So I don't know how this even happens in this day and age, but before you go to your local wig shop, it's okay to call and ask them if you're allowed to try it on. And you know, before I wrap this week's episode up, I will come up with a list of questions that it is totally okay for you to call a wig shop and ask because I love answering everybody's questions before they come to my shop, not during or after. And I like to get to know who's coming in. And you are certainly entitled to know that. You should know what to expect when you go to a brick-and-mortar shop. Okay, but before that, I do want to talk about buying a wig from a place, whether it is online or from a shop that is labeled, quote-unquote, open box. I want to explain what open box means to me and what you should reasonably expect. And when I say reasonably expect, it's because there's a lot of gray area there. When you don't have a procedure that's listed in black and white, you're going to find unscrupulous people everywhere that are going to try and skirt the rules. Now, open box is a term that can be used when someone is selling a wig that maybe has been tried on, has been in the mannequin window for a number of months, um, used for a fashion show or photo shoot are some of the examples coming to mind. But those aren't the only reasons. However, when something is labeled open box, it's generally implied that you're not going to be able to return it. But 
in order to sell something at final sale, usually the benefit to you is that it's going to be at a much lower price than the retail price. Now, how much lower it's going to be is also the gray area. But remember rule number one, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. I mean, that goes for open box, any wig, anything. You know, you always want to be aware of what something's selling for. I'm just saying as a consumer, I do it myself. And you and I both know that when something's on sale, it's not because it's flying out of the store. So already you got to think about that reason. Now, most of the time with open box, you really are getting a good deal. Again, if you have a reputable vendor. If I sell you something open box, you can be sure that if it has been tried on, it's been tried on with my supervision. And believe me, I run a pretty tight ship when you come to my store. You're going to try a lot of wigs on, but I am right there guiding you through the process. So generally, it's been tried on, and sometimes not even that. But when I sell a wig that's open box, I'm going to tell you, look, it's been on the mannequin. It's been tried on, but it hasn't been worn. Now, if it is open box from my store, you know it's going to be smoke-free and fragrance-free. So that is an advantage when you're generally buying an open box from a brick and mortar that you can trust. Open box to me doesn't mean saying that because I took it out of the box once and it's full of defects, but I know some of those items get passed on by unscrupulous vendors that want to pass along and that's just that's just horrible i mean and when wig vendors do that it ruins the business for all of us in the long run so if you are an unscrupulous vendor believe me i'm watching you i mean i monitor online wig groups and stuff and i only follow to see what's going on with the general public Like, I don't follow a lot of people because I like to be original, and I don't want any influencer or wig shop or whatever, if I'm following them, to think that I'm copying because I'm not. I believe in doing my own thing, and I know I get copied a lot of times. I know that's how it is, but if they're going to copy me, they need to take it to the level of customer excellence service that I take it to. Now, open box can mean something that is like what we would call factory imperfect. For example, and I'll give you an example in my shop, I check each and every item coming in. I try it on, I put it on a mannequin, I observe it for defects, I observe it for differences in the curl pattern, like it should look like it should. So I monitor things very closely. And if something isn't right, I send it back. I don't sell it as open box. So if you are ever to get an open box from me, you know that the only reason is I didn't want to sell it at full retail price in my shop. Because if a customer comes to my shop, they may pay a little more than an outlet, but they are going to get a great wig and great service and an education while they're there. In fact, many of the people that come to me that have had difficulty shopping online, in one visit, I am able to save them through thousands of dollars of returns. And in one visit, they leave my shop with much more clarity as to what's going to work on their head and what they should and shouldn't expect. 
I know I see there are many, many places to get wigs. A lot carry the brands that I carry, but I see the pictures of some of the stuff being sold. And, you know, I don't know. I know they're not getting what I get and what I have in my shop because it for dang sure don't look like that. So open box generally means that the packaging, original packaging has been broken, not, and it should have been checked so that there are no defects or what have you. If there is a defect, people are supposed to disclose them. However, I know that that is simply not the case. And it just, I just found out about an episode where somebody has gotten seven wigs from a particular place that have been horrible But then I say, you know, for seven times, the problem isn't the word open box. The problem we have here of somebody that's taking advantage of somebody. However, that's another episode. But under the title of open box, it gives the seller a lot of leeway. So you are going to want to know, number one, what products were used on that wig? I have heard of somebody buying a used name brand wig and the back of their neck broke out. Now, that could have been a number of reasons. Maybe the person wore perfume. Dollar store perfume will soak up in a wig. Um, I've had that problem myself when I've purchased. Cigarette smoke is a biggie that I hear about. And pet hair, I guess I've seen that mentioned. I always disclose if something's been in my house. I do have two pugs, but they don't come near my wig closet, and they aren't in the store anymore at all, ever. So, you know, you'd want to know about that. But the thing about synthetic wigs is they will pick up scent. So that is a fair question if products have been used onto it. Also, if it has been altered. One time I got an open box wig. This was before I had a shop and it said it had been returned. So if you think like me, I thought somebody, okay, they took it out of the box, put it on their head. It didn't work. Put it back in the box and sent it back. Uh, No, I got wigs with the bang cut, like really crazy funky. And I had to wear that wig to work for two weeks because I didn't have anything else. And So when you see the word return, buyer beware. Make sure you're seeing pictures of the item they are putting in the box and sending to you. Because if you have proof of that, then you have proof that they defrauded you. And someone told me that before they buy used, they will ask the person selling, do you know where it came from? Well, that's a good question, but let me give you an example of something that happened to me. Somebody had purchased a wig from me, and along the time of them wearing it a couple weeks in, they emailed me with pictures saying how much they loved it, and they had worn it to work every day. In fact, I still have screenshots of all the emails. Then I turned around a couple days later, and I saw a post with my shop's logo on it. And this person had the pictures of the wig that they had sent me that were taken two weeks earlier and was selling the wig as, you know, barely tried on. And I knew for a fact that that person had told me that they wore it for two weeks. So I think something that happens here is I know I can do this myself. We kind of underestimate how long the time a wig was on our head. I know I do it because the other day I was looking at one of my hand tides and I'm like, wow, this is terrible. 
tearing up pretty fast. Then I stopped and thought about it. I had bought it for an occasion like five months ago, and I've worn it almost every day ever since. So sometimes when you put things in perspective and look at really how long was the time, but you know, you've got to depend on the honesty of the seller. So I guess to sum this whole thing up, when you're buying open box, do beware, because that word has a lot of gray area in it, and the people that are unscrupulous will take advantage of that, but you know you, as a consumer, once it happens, see what your recourse is. If you give that person, that lucky seller, a chance again after treating you like that, I certainly would not expect it to happen again. And if it did, then I sure wouldn't order anything else from this company. I know myself included, although I've done a lot of work on this, I used to be too, too nice and not speak up. And rather than address something directly with the person that I needed to address it with, I would vent elsewhere, you know, unappropriate places, not saying you do that. But if you have the tendency to not want to make your needs known clearly, that might be something I can help you with. Um, I'm able to help women make a lot of progress on areas like this. Yeah, I'm not just good at wigs. I am good at helping you figure out what's holding you back and blast through it. But we will leave that for another episode. And again, if something you purchased you're not happy with contact the seller directly and make your needs known clearly if you have documentation submit that if somebody really made an honest mistake i would think they'd be willing to work with you on it i would hope so anyway and if you ever need advice or help picking out wigs, hello, that's what I do. And I do it via online now, too. And yes, you may not be able to try the wigs on, although I'm working on a package where if I do your consultation, I send you X amount of wigs, you try them on, send back what works, what doesn't you know, however, but that's in the works. But I do want to mention that because if you're interested in that, I've been expressing, getting some expressed interest in that. So as of right now, I can work with you online. You tell me what your head measures, what's worked, what hasn't. And I'm pretty good at this. I can figure out what direction to point you in. Um, If you aren't finding the styles, the colors, I carry 15 different companies. And believe me, if I have something from that company, I know the person there that I get it from. So there isn't any cases where I get something that I don't know about. But anyway, I I know 15 different companies' merchandise. Every wig's average fits different. I happen to be a stickler on getting that perfect fit. So... Even if you have a wig shop near you, by all means, try them out. But I'm telling you, I am really good at this. And you know how to find me. Until next week, peace, love, and alternative hair. If you enjoyed this episode, you might like working with me one-on-one even better. You can check out the options at debraheim.com. You can find my shop at verybestlittlehairhouse.com. And don't forget my Wise Wig Advice and Support Group, also on Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. But until next time... 
peace, love, and alternative hair. <laughs>